Yo, what's happening, 1099ers? Carlos here. I hope you guys are doing super well. So, you're a networker and you need to jumpstart your business. The easiest way, the fastest way to do that is going to be to plug into your local events. It's as simple as that. Start plugging into your events, your weekly meetings, your monthly meetings, your team calls, uh, company calls, leadership shows, anything that your company has for you set up so that you can plug in and get those juices flowing again and start building that momentum. And you certainly don't want to beat yourself up if you've lost momentum. That's you don't want to do that. You know, you know, for example, for me, uh, I'm a networker and my wife and I had a baby uh, in November and towards the latter part of November and all of December, we were pretty much disconnected, uh, spending time with family and and celebrating the birth of our new child. So we got a little we lost some momentum. We got a little complacent and um, we were able to uh, still have some production and, and meet some some goals, thanks in part to our team. So we're super grateful for that. But we did lose some some momentum. So what did I do? Our first weekly meeting of the year last night, I showed up and start building that habit again of going every single week with showing up with the guest. And this Saturday, we have uh, a huge event that the company's putting down here in Houston. We're having the VP of our entire company that's going to be here. So I, I will be there. I will be sacrificing my Saturday and, and I will be there and start building that momentum again. Every time there's an alert on my phone, we're really heavy on Facebook and and with the groups and getting notifications and there's lots of team calls, market calls. Uh, every time I get a notification, I, I, I run to jump on that call so that I can start building that momentum, getting the juices flowing again and getting plugged in so that we can start building uh, for this year early, right? And again, you certainly don't want to build, uh, excuse me, you certainly don't want to beat yourself up if you drop the ball, you know, everybody drops the ball every once in a while. It's just the way it goes. There's ups and there's downs, right? But that happened already. It's done. It's over. It's a new year. And what you have is right now. And what you can do right now to jumpstart your business is to plug into your events. I can't stress it enough. So a couple of weeks back, I had a really dear friend of mine call in to the show and leave a message. Uh, and he is the network vice president for the state of texas for our company he is also a podcaster and he has a show on the anchor platform called uh, the work work from home dad you can also find him on youtube the work from home dad his name is herman davis and this next clip is uh, a message that he left with regard to plugging into your events and how important they are to jump starting your business here it is Hey, this is Herman Davis, the work from home dad. And I just wanted to weigh in and just share the importance of uh, people plugging into their company's events, no matter what type of company it is. One of the things that these events will do, especially if it's a uh, corporate sponsored, they're going to they're going to improve your skill level. You're going to hang around people that uh, really have an understanding of where you're going and you know what to do. It's going to eliminate a lot of mistakes that people have in their growth pattern. You know, I found out a long time ago that if I focus, put twice the effort in developing personal development, learning, you know, that I do in actually execution, then I'm more efficient. 
a lot of people make the mistake of going out there and just really trying to figure it out when companies host these big events to teach them these things. So it's extremely important that they plug in. There you have it, guys. The secret sauce to jumpstarting your business is plugging into your events, plugging into your team calls. Really is as simple as that. Those simple things are going to give you the momentum you need in 2019 to build a business that's going to last you a lifetime. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you so, so much. We are now available on all podcast platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, Like, comment, and share. Keep grinding, and we'll see you over the top. Is this the whole Godfather soundtrack, or is this... Was like on Spotify or something? I'm a night owl that movie, right? But the actual music, I love it, bro. Yeah, it's I good. I love symphonies. I love yeah, yeah. it. I don't know. I yeah, it's, it puts on it puts you on a good vibe. I used to go to sleep with that stuff on in my headphones, for a lot, or even by the by the bed, I would listen to that go and go to sleep. Stimulate your mind, man. Ready? It's on already. Oh, we're already doing it? Well, I mean, it's just song. We're just talking, you know. That's how it's going to be, bro. We're just going to, you know. So. No, don't start reading that. No, I'm not. Oh. So why don't we do this? Today. Why don't we do, yeah, why don't we do this? Tell me, like, um, tell me, like, kind of, like, the story of how uh, this barbershop came up, came about. We're in Made Men. No, I'm going to tell you the, the story of love. All right, we're in Made Men Galleria. Excuse me, Made Men Creation Studios on Fondren and Westheimer, Houston, Texas. We're here with the owner, master barber, entrepreneur, extraordinaire, success guru, Los. Los, this is the other Los. I came. I I found this barbershop like. When I, I moved here like four or three years ago, I found this barbershop. It took me three years to find a good barber, and this was the guy. And it just so happens his name is Carlos, and he goes by Los. So we got Los and Los. Yes, my name is Carlos Balmori, and uh, thank you for the introduction. <laughs> I'm not all that. I'm just a regular barber, guys. No, no, I'm playing. <laughs> now, uh, so... My name is Carlos, like I said. I'm born in Mexico. Came uh, to United States in 1999. Actually, it was December 20... I got here December 24th, 1999. So how old were you when... I was eight years old. Eight years old? With your mom or like... How was it? Yeah, my mom. It wasn't my mom. Yeah. She came here first. I got left with my grandma and grandpa over there, and she came nine months, I believe it was, and she got a job, many jobs actually, she she got like three jobs in those couple of months, and 
she was able to have an apartment. Like, la, la, la señora, can I talk in Spanish? Of course. La señora, the lady that, that let my mom stay, gave her only one month. Wow. So the lady actually told my mom, like, hey, you only have one month because she had a family. So she was like, I'll give you one month to to get out. So my mom got three jobs and you know she 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 got out, she got her own place, she went back for me. And I came over here and when I was eight years old. So what did you do at eight? Did you jump right into school or did you have to like did you have to get a like I I started here in third grade. Mm-hmm. And what part of town? Southwest Houston, Texas area. And I went to this little little like a charter elementary that's called Sands Point. Little little school. And that's where I Were you a good student or not really? At the beginning I was. And you're an only child, right? Like I you don't have any mom. siblings, so it's just you and moms. It's just me and my mom. Yeah. And we I don't know. I mean were you a good student or no? I I was at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I went through a stage where where I was a, a, a bit of a rebel. Yeah. You know, uh, I think we all go through that teenage years. Uh, that's when my life actually started to change a lot. You know, I started. My mom still had three jobs. Wow. And. Since uh, my father was never in the picture, she she's always had she's always worked like from sun up to sun down. So when did you start working? Uh, hold on, I'll get to that. In mm. a and <clears throat> I I grabbed the streets, you know. I I was I spent too much time in the street because I mean I had nobody to watch me to be honest with you. And you know, there's nothing good in the streets, man. Especially for a kid, and in, in the neighborhood that I lived in, it wasn't. It was a really bad neighborhood, you know. A uh, lot of gangs, a lot of different gangs, all in one little territory. It was just, it was crazy, man. You know, it, it was crazy, crazy. But uh, by the time I was 13, to answer your question. I start no twelve. I started working in a flea market. You know, doing what? I used to work for this lady that she used to sell like calzones and shit like that. You know, just little, little different things. And that's when I started my journey in the entrepreneurial world. I, I didn't know it at the time. But all that was my foundation to, 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 for me to be who I am right now, at this moment. And in the flea markets, you gotta hustle. You gotta hustle to, to get people, you know, because you're competing against a whole lot of vendors. And, what and were you selling? I was selling at that time, I was selling uh, calzones and, and just different things here and there. And calzones, things here and there, uh, chicles, uh, 
You name it, bro. That lady sold whatever. Porqueria, to be honest with you. Whatever somebody would pay for. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, technically. And she would treat us real bad, man. Oh, me you worked cousin, for her? Yeah, I worked oh, for yeah. her. Me and my cousin, like, dude, I was 12. Yeah. You know, but I wanted money because, as you see, my mom always, like, even though I'm the only child, my mom put me to work real early because she was like, I got to teach you how to work. Yeah. I'm not going to have them pinch your on in la casa. Uh, you know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, my mom, there's a chiquito. She, she, if I wanted some shoes, I had to put at least half for my shoes, bro. Yeah. If I wanted whatever I wanted, la mitad, you come up with that half, I put you the other half. You know what I mean? Totally. So, empecé a trabajar de muy, de muy temprano. I mean, bro, I was, I was spoiled rotten, bro. They fucking... Yeah. They new pair of shoes every summer. <laughs> I was spoiled rotten for real, for real. For real? I I started like cutting grass for my mom when I was like, or for like the uh, my mom used to be a nanny. So the ladies that she would take care of their kids, they didn't they didn't have husbands. They were divorced a lot of them. So I would cut the grass. That's what I did. Nope. And then one time we sold mangoes on the side of the road. Right I heard that. I heard oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I fuck with that, bro. I, I, I feel that, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, To me, that's like. <laughs> and so I started doing that. Uh, also, my mom, para pagar la renta, she used to uh, make like little get cupcakes. My mom was always, always been an entrepreneur too, man. My mom's always been a, a hustler, man. She she's she's taught me my everything because I always see my mom like haciendo esto y haciendo lo otro, and, and her and my tia used to like do they done everything. <laughs> Everything, bro. I see it's, my it's mom. what you gotta do, though, right? Yeah, I see like, my mom like do the craziest things. Like right now, she sells piñatas, bro. My mom makes piñatas. <laughs> That's one awesome. One of the best piñatas I've ever seen, bro. You know what plug, I mean? What's the plug? Yeah, what's, her, dude, what's her company? Uh, she, what's the plug? <laughs> Is uh, she selling them? Yeah, she's selling oh, them. Oh, what's actually. the plug? She's actually selling them. I'll, I'll let you know. Okay. I'll let you know all, all her information or whatnot <laughs> because they actually got a little company going on of piñatas, sure. bro. You know what yeah, I mean? Man. So I've always been like that, man. And so we don't have a social. We can't go into a company and, and actually, like, get a job. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, we can't that, get a job. That's how like, you yeah, put food on the table. That's all we had. Yeah. You know, so that, that made it even harder for and more rewarding for, 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 for the journey. You know what I mean? And empecé a trabajar desde... 12, 13, then I went to a soccer store. I've been in different different little places that, that it opened my mind a lot as a young kid in the in the entrepreneur world without me even knowing. You know? I didn't I didn't know about it. I just I was just exposed to that. You know? And here come we I, I graduated high school and I had a, one company job. This is the time. This is the only time you ever worked for somebody else. Yeah. I mean, how old were you? I was seventeen. And never. That was the only job you ever had for anybody else. Other than that, it was at the flea market, hustling with your mom, and then now the shop. No, 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 no. Before oh. that, I had other business. Oh. I had my first business, I started at fifteen. It wasn't. It wasn't legal. You know what I mean? It's okay, man. There's no, lots no, of businesses in America. America was built on illegal activity, bro. Yeah, no, not involving drugs. I tell you that. I never, I've never in my life sold drugs. I put that on on God. 
I put that on my nuts. You know what I mean? Like that, I've never done. I feel you. I've never said. I've never said I have sold drugs ever. That I stand by. Well, I've worked for work. flipping everybody, bro. I've had jobs like crazy, bro. And so in this place, this is this is how crazy life is, man. So in this company, that it was like a high school thing, man. It was a telemarketing company. It was. It was a good company, man. I met a lot of cool people. Uh, actually, my business partner, I met him there. Oh, where? Yeah, Omar. 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 Yeah, that's what's that up. My, shout yeah, out to Omar. Shout out to Omar, Ni madre. man. He's, he's my, he's, he's, you know, my brother. He's, I consider him, uh, you know, a great person. I, I, I've seen his growth, like, grow so much. And he's always backed me up. And, and me and him make a really, really good team. Shout outs to to my brother man Omar Aguilar you know and I met him there right life got us through things that's whenever I I got out of high school and when I got out of high school I was like what do I do now like shit shit is real now like I'm not so in college no was more. college was never an college option for you college was never an option guys I I why because of money or because no. Your Not mom, because of money. Because your I mom never I, never pushed it on you. No, no, no. Because no. a lot of immigrants, you know, you, you know, a lot of people come, from, you know, from immigrant parents like myself. It was like, oh well, you know, you got to get a good education so you can go to college and then you can get a good job. So that's like a, a lot of immigrants, a lot of Latinos. That's our story. So like, how how did that come up for you at all? Uh, my mom, like I told you. If Carlos ever wanted anything, he has to pay it on his own. Mm. You know? Siempre mi mamá me enseñó así. Nunca es de que, de que no, she wouldn't back me up or, or, or tell me, hey. Because my mom always let me do whatever I wanted. Like, she never said no. As far as, yeah, as far as, like, que te dijera no 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 trabajes en eso no no hagas eso because I did tattoos at one point in my life mm. yeah I worked at a tattoo shop you were doing work yeah mm. but that's some other illegal <laughs> so now like, how, so the, how did you get how did you get to the barbershop like like talk, how did how did this whole thing like okay, yeah. how did you how did you get into become a barber like how did that come about like where did you start out and you know um <clears throat> Okay, back to the topic. I graduated. I didn't know what to do. I didn't want to go to college. I said no. I, I, there was no point on me wasting a lot of money, a lot of time. And when I graduate, where am I going to work? Because I'm not from here. Right. You know. I'm, at that point, you didn't have papers. At that point, I didn't have papers. I, I, but you were in the school. You were in the public school system. You didn't have papers. Your mom was working. She was paying taxes. She didn't have papers. Right. Yeah. So I remember that I used to get a haircut with this guy named Chewy. Cool guy, man. I don't know what happened to him, but shout out to Chewy. And I used to remember that I'll be sitting waiting for him. And you know, I always like money. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I always like money. And I'm sitting there. Little 17-year-old Carlos sitting, waiting for this guy. 
and seeing the guy charging cash, money. And I was saying, damn, man, you know, so it was good, bro. He used to charge fifteen dollars at that time, mm. so. So you just saw cash wads in his pocket. You were like, yeah, okay, then, this is, the, this I, is I a got, way to get easy cash quick. Not quick, but it wasn't easy to maintain a job. Like, to, to have a job. Sure. Like, you create your job. Of course. I've always created my jobs. Always. You know, except for that time. But it was meant to be because I made my own one. Mm-hmm. It was like life telling me, get on one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? totally. And... Uh, so when I got out of high school, pues ya no sabía qué hacer, and my mom was like, "Métete a la escuela de barbero." My mom studied cosmetology too. Mm. She does hair also. <laughs> she does hair. She she does everything. <laughs> mom is the hustler. You name it, <laughs> for real. Like not even lying, loves for real. Okay, and I went to barber school. I didn't like it at the beginning. I was like, I hated it. I hated it. And I hated the school because it was a school that I hate. Mm-hmm. Because, no sé, mucho, mucho uh, malandrines, bro, as far as like drugs and, and people coming out straight from the jailhouse and they don't have nothing to do, so they will become barbers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whole bunch of uh, viejitos, like, bien drogaditos and, and, and shooting heroin and mm-hmm. like crazy. Wow. The place in there, it had burglar bars. It was all white, and the, our uniform was white and khaki. You know, I won't mention school, but yeah, yeah. you That's know what cool. I mean. It, it's like, damn, I feel like like it was like a prison, bro. Yeah, you know. So I hated being in there. It took me three years to finish that school. Damn, because you just hated being. Because there. I would just go for one hour and I would take off, and, and I'd rather go work. And at that time, I, I worked at that little company yeah, yeah. where I met Omar. So I was like, man, I'd rather make money than being in here, like, oh, how depressed. Like, oh, and your mom no. kept on pushing you to go? My mom was like, ¿Cuándo vas a acabar, Carlos? ¿Cuándo vas a acabar? Carlos, por favor, whatever you do, <laughs> antes de que me muera, acaba esa carrera. Like, just finish it. And I'll be like, damn, mom, you don't know how bad it is, man. <laughs> she go check on me, man. <laughs> <laughs> to make sure you were going? <laughs> to make That's sure that funny. my car was right there. Shout out to mom. Shout out to my mom. <laughs> yeah, man. Man, if I go in detail, I'll put my mom through a lot of things, man. So the barbershop. Yeah. So back to the barbershop. Yeah, so you got your license, then what? Got my license. And at that point, the, the company went into... The company where I work said... said went out of business, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Something happened. They, I don't know, whatever. But they let go of like I think three hundred uh, employees wow. in one day, bro. Wow. It was in the news. You know, they yeah. got sued for like billions of dollars. Something happened big time. So one day we're walking in work. Everybody's normal day. What's up, guys? Yeah. fucking young. And we come to the to the job and. Guys, there's no more work. Oh, and we had, they had FBI in there. They had what? all kinds of things. Yeah, it was a big, big, it was like huge. It was like, it was a billion dollar company, bro. Multi-billion dollar company. Oh, you know what I mean? And, and they got, they got 
they got hit pretty bad. So they let go of everybody. Mm. So here you go again. Lowe's don't have a job. <laughs> you know, at this point, my first business, the one I told you at 15, my mom didn't want me doing that no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because pretty good. <laughs> and I, I said, fuck it. Let me finish this school and let me, let's see what I get out of it. And that's how I started. So then you got a job. How, when you finished the school, how did you start cutting hair? One of the... At that time, I guess one of the guys that I looked up to, uh, he... He, had, he let me be at his barbershop, and I'm real thank, thankful for that. Thank you, Jay. You know, he's the owner of Kings of Clippers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he let me he let me work in his shop. And not not work, work, like just go in and see us cut kind of thing. Yeah. So he opened the doors of his business to me. And, right. And, and thank you. And I'm real, real thankful for that. So did you work? For, did you ever cut hair at that location? Yeah. Oh. We went to a mall after that because uh, something happened. Mm-hmm. So how long did you cut so other at other places before you opened this place? Uh, that was the only place. No, but how, for how long though? For I think like a year. So like a year and then I said you were like, oh, I'm going to open. A year and I opened my own place. Because then you, you... I've always been a, a, cause then you a were entrepreneur, like, bro. And you were like, Omar, let's do this. I can I can cut the hair. Oh, no, oh this no, was no, before no. This Omar. This was me on my own. On your own. This was, this was 18-year-old Carlos at the time. And that was... You've been in this place since you were 18? No, was, Oh, that's this right. This my second shop. That's right, that's right. I, I came from the mall. Yeah. We could go one day. Yeah, we should that. go. So now you've been in Made Men Creation Studios here on <clears throat> Fondren and Westheimer. How long have you been in this location? This location, I've been two years, three years now? Two, two and a half years. And we just expanded now, right? We got a new location... Tell us about the, tell us about what you guys do. What is what is Made Men Creation Studios? What do you guys do, and what is what's the difference between what you guys go got going on here and the one that that just opened by the Galleria? So Made Men One, uh, you know we're, we're we focus a lot on customer service. We like to take care of our people, like our customers. Uh, we like to make them feel comfortable, and and we we I think we have a pretty good squad here. We we provide really good haircuts. Haircuts? What do you do? Like what's on the menu? We got haircuts, beards, facials. We do we sell a lot of good products. Like we, we carry some of the to us as leading products for the men industry, which is Elegance and Suavecito. Got real good products. Shout out to Elegance. Shout out to Suavecito. And. Uh, you know, we, we have uh, <clears throat> Johnny B. Johnny B also one of the best gels that I think are on the market, personally, you yeah. know, personal opinion. And my clients seem to like that. You know, we carry quality things. So, you know, this, this is main, man. We, we listen to music. We, we're all happy here. We, we try to, you know, help each other out. We're a team. We're actual team. You know, we're building a team. That's yeah, when I, is, when I first walked in here and been coming here now for over a year, that's like the thing that I liked the most was like the way you treat your staff, the way you're, you know, you treat your customers, the professionalism. Like it's a, 
it's a neighborhood barbershop like it's it's a cool place and at the same time you know like it's super professional the guys are all professional and um I'm excited about your expansion into the Galleria because I know now that's a little bit more upscale and you have a different service option. Like, what's tell us what the main difference is in terms of what is it that you're doing in the Galleria that you're not doing here from a service standpoint. So in the Galleria, we we provide uh, different services as far as uh, you know we do shampoos, we style blow dry uh we do a lot of uh different we how can i say it a different type of facial i guess you could say it uh also the products that they're that, that we're using they're a little bit more upscale more more higher end and you know the whole atmosphere in that shop man we we, we put in a lot of hard work and love to it so the walls are filled with inspirational quotes, business, uh, you know, success quotes. And I don't know, it's, it's a cool place to be, man. If you're an entrepreneur and you're, or you just want to go and get motivated and, and just look at the walls, man. Just look at the walls and, and inspire yourself because that's my goal. My goal is to help people. And I think through my shops, I, I do that. I, I reach a lot of people and... and there's something in the shop for everybody, you know, and just in our walls, and 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 I think that it's it's amazing that I could reach out to people like that, you know, and well, probably I, change 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 you. You guys don't even know how how deep this guy is. Like from the jump, he and I have been talking about like success, and and we've traded books and talk about philosophy and and the way you treat people and. You know intolerance and um so i can tell you i got a whole lot of respect for this guy right here i mean it came from with here with nothing and and look what he's been able to build with everything was against him like all the chips were stacked against him um and now look what you've built and you know you should be commended for that and uh and also you're now you're a citizen too right yeah yeah so Thank congratulations God. man that's fucking awesome bro appreciate you man that's Thank awesome you. Thank you. yeah that was a. Uh... That was a big, a big thank you from God. Like, yeah. you know, I'm really, really grateful for that, you know. For it, sure. It's, it, I, have, I have a theory, man, that everything comes at the right time. Yeah. Like, los tiempos de Dios son perfectos, you know. It's just how it is. And look at you now, creating jobs in your community, bringing yeah. jobs, helping Don't people, people helping, helping people, people put money uh, money in uh, in their pocket and food on their table like that's what it's all about yeah, bro. Man. that's what it's about yeah. touching these people and putting them on like that's what's up yeah man I believe that everybody has the potential for a growth and and I'm always growing I, I'm, I'm I'm so excited to grow every single day to be honest with you that you know if I'm able to help somebody grow man fucking badass oh yeah <laughs> you know oh yeah just think it's amazing yeah you know because not a lot of people do that no. you know and i want to be surrounded with people that will help me grow you know and i see that in books i consider the <laughs> my friends my opponent is my best friend <laughs> yeah you know harry ford hey, what's up? <laughs> you heard of the we always talk about the, the law of association yeah that you're the average of the five people you hang out with the yeah, most man, and some people thing. say oh well 
I don't have any friends or my friends are on another tip. They're thinking about something else. They're thinking about blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what? Who your friends could be? Napoleon Hill, Tony Robbins, Robert Kiyosaki. You know, grab a, grab a book. Somebody, you know, Jim Rohn. I love Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn, Jim Rohn is not for Shut everybody. Up. But for me, yeah. like, that's my, look, like, that's my Jesus Christ, bro. Straight up. Like, I love that guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, he, that boy find some, yeah, bro. Find no, some, you, find man. someone yeah. who, or someone or, or somebody that you admire and, and hang out with that person. Even if it's an author, like, and if there's YouTube videos, like hang out with that person and, and, and you're going to start becoming better and yeah. being, and, you know, and putting yourself on that path. So I'm with you on that, bro. And I'm. I'm super grateful to know you, and I'm and I'm glad that we took this time to like just chop it up a little bit, and I think we got some good stuff here. And um, I'll see you next Sunday for we'll, Mastermind we'll have a part session. Two. <laughs> All right, <buddy. laughs> for sure.